0: The most gratifying thing almost for me was like I'm closing in on 50 now and I've been doing this for for a long time and to be this excited about making an album and to learn this much in an album process you know like adding so many things to my toolbox you know it makes me even more excited for the next one.
1: Today on the show we are joined with the legend and black metal pioneer Isan, the man behind Emperor. And this week he's dropping an incredible self-titled solo album that in my opinion is an absolute masterpiece inspired by cinema, metal, storytelling, and much more. You can check that out on February the 16th. And in this interview, we dive into his creative process and the brilliant brain of Isan. I'm so excited to share this one with you today. And even after it was done, I'm a person who doesn't make music myself, but I was just inspired to work on shit, work on my own art, as Isan leaves us some advice for some aspiring musicians and artists, and overall lets us know if he's still having fun making music. Let's get into it, Nissan. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. And you? Really good, really good. Um, excited for this chat today. I already got the the record button rolling and everything, so I'm just just jump right into it. But uh, I just want to say right off the bat that um, I'm really excited to talk to you today because you kind of embody the spirit of. Uh, the people I like to talk to on these segments. This isn't just a music show; it's uh, about creative minds, artists, all of that and everything. And one thing okay. I admire the most about your legacy is just when you look at the whole catalog and everything. You you've always been a man who's like just strives making the art that you want to make and. I find like kind of these times when like so many people are catering to like different algorithms and everything, that's something very special. And I just wonder, do you ever like look at your whole body of work, like from the third person and like, think about it that way. And um, not like that, but I think, uh, I mean, I, I, probably
0: that's, that's there's a reason I, I was drawn to, to metal and, you know, extreme metal and then black metal in the first place, because it's, uh, I've often thought that, you know, my previous band with Emperor, you know, even the second album, you know, it was made purely on artistic motivations, because, there, you know, there was no commercial market for it. It was an underground thing, so I started out, you know, not even having that as part of the... Of the thought process, you know, whether people would buy it or if it would become popular. It was almost uh, uh, quite the contrary. You know, Mm -hmm. we we did everything not to be liked. You know, it was like pushing things into the extreme. So I think I've I've been very fortunate not to have stake out a path for myself to, like, focus on that because uh, um, with the kind of music that I've been doing, I think the audience also expected to be very genuine, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, so, so, very early on, I, I just thought, you know, I, the only thing I can do is to, you know, create through my distorted lens, whatever that might be, to the best of my ability and try to make the best possible album that I can, you know, given the resources and what I know and what I can do and, uh, the rest you know, is up to you know if if a lot of people like it, I may, you know there may be consequences to that I get to do it again, yeah. and that's that that's kind of still my my mo and I think especially now that I've been so fortunate to do this for over thirty years, why would I change the recipe now? Mm-hmm. you know and it I a rule of thumb for for myself is that you know, I need to put myself in a position where i'm just as excited about making new music as when i was
1: 15 16 that's amazing and i i truly believe there's something so special about uh, being that authentic i believe it truly connects to your audience and everything and people obviously like expect that from you and everything like that too and uh another thing i think is so awesome is just something i read that you've pretty <laughs> much made a full length album for like almost within every two years since you were the age of 16 which is Mm -hmm. so incredible and um i just want to know it's like or i always like think there's just always something very special when you mix artwork with consistency and the way it grows and everything and do you believe like there's like a lot of like power and magic within your consistency of uh on your journey and everything well
0: it's hard to say really i mean it's it's a very solitary thing Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's just been my passion, you know, since as far as I can remember, I got my first, you know, f- I was playing piano and then guitar, you know, and had my electric organ growing up on the farm, not, not a lot of all the kids around. So I, just, I still remember, you know, getting my first four track recorder, like a Fostex machine, you know, like a four track, you know, people these mm-hmm. days wouldn't know what it was, but, uh, but uh, re- really a way for me to, to build layers of of music and you know create my little demos and everything and I ju- i've just loved it since the very beginning and um you know technology has changed a lot since then but uh, yeah uh, it's all it, it's it's almost strange to see that i'm basically doing the same thing you know i'm mm-hmm. still you know in my studio space alone you know putting
1: these puzzles together yeah so cool and it's so cool to hear about like your roots with the four track especially after just uh kind of getting the early listen on your latest self-title album too you're gonna need more than four tracks on that one so oh, I mean, oh yes oh my god man it's just that was um, uh
0: yeah that was uh, i think uh, the orchestral stems alone were like 56 gigabytes or something
1: <laughs> oh my god and um <laughs> it was cool because um i kind of went into listening to it blindly and i was like wow like and the only way i could subscribe or describe it is like it's almost like if extreme metal mixed with cinema in a way you know it just has this epic feel and it feels like a lot of like the flows and everything are kind of like movie inspired would i be uh correct to like assume that to- totally and that that was um
0: i mean did Did you hear both you know both the metal version and the orchestral
1: version? So I just noticed I also <laughs> got sent the orchestra version like as we were about to go on, but I listened to uh the metal version three times, so I still haven't listened to the orchestra one yet,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. of course that that was uh, the kind of the core idea of of this okay. new album, and of course, since the beginning and for people who who know you know the early emperor records and everything um the the kind of the soundtrack influence it has been there from, from the beginning. And um, since I I guess, since I was a you know, played piano and like I told you about the organ and everything, it was kind of natural for me to, to want to add that layer. So that inspiration is like partly because we were listening to just as much, you know, horror movie soundtracks as we Mm. did metal. uh, But also, you know, like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest or Dio, you know, like putting keyboards, you know, my, my favorite Maiden album is Seven Son of Seven Son. And they, you know, had big keyboards. It just, it's it's huge. You know, metal is you know generally very dense and huge, but like the keyboard layers, you know, made it even more so. And um, I guess I I've had a big interest in that kind of orchestral music, you know, and tried to build layers. I'm self-taught. So I had no you know musical education or anything. But um, uh, with this album, I, I you know before I before I even started to make any music. Um, I wanted to create an album, literally where I, I wrote it for like a standard, you know, uh, metal ensemble, if you will, <laughs> with <laughs> guitars and everything, and but also for uh, a st- traditional symphony orchestra setup. Cool. So it's not like a mock-up thing. So I really wanted to orchestrate this in a way so that how it would be orchestrated for a, a, a real orchestra. You know, it's like everything from from bottom up you know no no ensemble patches
1: <laughs> yeah but uh,
0: but uh, but the idea was to because in the metals you know the density of the extremity you know you often lose out on the the subtleties mm-hmm. you know so my idea was really to create a, an orchestral arrangement that would support the the metal expression but to arrange it in such a way that they, it would also function individually apart from the metal uh, thing on its own, so so um, uh, literally it's it's the same orchestral arrangement, but it, like in the context of the of the full production and independently as a separate soundtrack. And at the heart, it's it's the same music so cool
1: yeah yeah even you're making me excited to like after the zoom call i'm gonna finally listen to that uh that second uh album and, piece of it yeah
0: and, and just to, to to because you asked for influence and of course this is very old school it doesn't sound like you know a modern soundtrack no no you know, I, yeah. I i i love the i love the you know Hans Zimmer stuff and all that but this is yeah. like a homage to you know jerry goldsmith uh, john williams bernard herman you know all that kind of old school
1: (laughs) hell yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah, even um yeah just uh one thing too like um i know you released a couple singles too as well and uh, i want to talk about those in a second but uh one track that uh, really stuck with me that's not a single yet uh that i like repeated after i uh heard it the first time a few times uh was uh blood trails to love and just kind of like talking about like old cinema or like classic stuff when the hook came in it reminded me of almost like a james bond type of like intro and even like the title like blood trails to love and everything it's just like was was really cool and it just like uh something i really really thoroughly enjoyed and i'm i'm excited well, thank for you. people to hear that well
0: well you know who doesn't like a bit of james bond you know that's yeah. so classic as well you mm. know and that's
1: then just
0: that's you know all bond soundtracks are also kind of um uh, you know, a bit, a bit of a hybrid. You know, getting that guitar sound in there and everything. So, yeah, yeah. I, I love all that. All that. I love you know all kinds of soundtracks, really, and orchestral music in general. And for me, I, but it, that was the gateway. You know, and and then I, had, of course, no idea how, you know, these these people would make music like that. And it's also a totally different harmonic world, you know, growing up on our Maiden and Judas piece is very diatonic, yeah, you know man. and then all the kind of non-diatonic stuff I used to do is, was like just on pure intuition we had no idea what we were doing so it's like, especially with this album, I, I had this kind of rule for myself that I would have no diatonic chord progressions on the album and just like really focus in on octatonic scales and messiah modes and you know, polychords and all that stuff to kind of really just get to know that kind of harmonic language that I associate with, you know, the greats
1: yeah, uh, and yeah. just uh, tr-
0: try to, to really focus in on it. And, uh, uh, honestly, I, I learned so much from, from this experience and was really gratifying, you know, probably, uh, you know, not probably, but, uh, undoubtedly the hardest thing I've ever made, you know, like can technically. Imagine. Yeah. I... Uh, just, to, just to, you know, Going that deep with you know for for me at least you know for orchestration and the, the textures and layers and you know counterpoints and all that to make it work especially since it's going to work you know separately and <laughs> together but yeah. uh, but um, you know the it was incredibly educational as well and um, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, to be honest I'm very very proud of how it how it all came together. Oh, and also, I this see, it, it, yeah. and, and it and it is very cinematic. This is the first time I did like a full narrative for for the lyrics. There's a full storyline for the lyrics, uh, you know, through, throughout the album. It's very chronological, and uh, the, the orchestral version is uh, a, a parallel storyline that has a similar arch, you know. And you're so you're quite correct with the cinematic influence because you know there are light motifs. You know that recur through the album and mm-hmm. all these kind of things. Yeah, but really that's awesome. like mm-hmm. a, a, an
1: imaginary soundtrack. Yeah, it's so cool, and I'm kind of geeking out hearing you break it down like that too, because um, there was like a lot of moments like listening to this whole piece where I kind of got lost in and gave me goosebumps and all that. And I'm just like, I'm happy to, to hear that you're proud of it too, and I'm really excited for other people to hear this as well when this gets released and everything. And I kind of want to you. know um maybe uh just about it being a self-titled and uh maybe the reasoning behind that is it because it's something maybe you feel like represents you or was it even like maybe less basic or or less uh, well, complex or just yeah no but
0: when I, when I told the label it was like oh that's quite a statement you know mm-hmm. but uh, and it wasn't really intended like that but it's uh, it was really two reasons and it said uh, one is the practical is it was very hard with all the conceptual ideas that went into this just musically and lyrically and everything It was very hard to find like one title that could kind of capture you know all the stuff that went into it Uh, and also and to me like self-titled albums you know it's kind of a tradition you know but then and uh, you know it's either you know the first album or it's somewhere down the line you know and and since this, I mean, really, what I'm leaning on here is like very traditional stuff, you know, like traditional metal band, traditional symphony orchestra, really traditional archetypes, you know, from the antique, you know, Greek, a lot of Greek influences, in you know, Dionysus, Apollo, all these kind of art, you know, very core elements uh, that I lean on, but you know, subjectively from my experience, you know, I try to kind of elevate what i could do with it you know to, to present it in a new way and make it more uh you know create more depth to it than I, what i did in the past but really if i've done a lot of experiments with my music over the years and like gone one way or the other but if you were to like draw a straight line from the, my beginning and to this album you know it, it's so down the center of what i've been doing yeah. you know so so i thought you know if i'm ever going to have a uh, self-titled album this is so uh, kind of representative of uh, the the average line of what i do so this you know now was you know just as good a time as as any that's really cool. And like, uh,
1: I think you picked the good one, man. And it's just such like, just a strong piece of work front to back, man. And, uh, yeah, it's Thank awesome. You. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, once again, I can't, uh, say enough, like how cool it was to kind of get an early listen on that. And I feel like I heard something special that I want to share, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> well, I'm excited it's, to hear it's, like it's, other it's people. It's not that it long. To... Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's
0: not like that long till it's released. It's February 16th. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, uh yeah, by now there's already three three singles out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, and, and I dropped the singles uh, in parallel so that the, the metal version and the orchestral version are dropped um, simultaneously. Yeah, and they're also like accompanying you know the accompanying music videos that are uh, are linked together for for the metal version, but also there are animations for the separate story for the orchestral version animated it by Kostin uh, Cherno. so there's like two full stories you know going through six oh, music videos as well <laughs> oh that's so
1: cool so I, I've only noticed the metal ones first I watched all three and like I like how it ended to be continued and again I use the word again cinematic I love how it was shot and there's like this underlining story happening and everything and um when I listened to just the audio version first, um, I wasn't really paying attention to like the meaning of the lyrics and stuff. But I noticed like the video has a story. Is the is the like the album itself like a a concept going on? Is there like a a story within the album, or is the video like Absol- something separate? Ab-
0: absolutely. There's a, that's a, you know, as I said, this is the first time I've always had like conceptual ideas, you mm-hmm. know, for 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 the albums. But this is my first, I think, that has. Uh, like uh, a story, like a real story, a protagonist and like a typical Joseph Campbell style hero's journey from beginning to end. So again, a very classical story of uh, challenges and hardship and
1: tragedy and love and yeah, all, all these kind of things, yeah. Yeah, amazing. And where did you pull information from for, or like um, like inspiration from for that story? Is it a personal life thing or was it like from watching like movies or anything like that? It,
0: it, it's a mix of things. And it's yeah. just like, and it's, it's not necessarily, I mean, there, there's a concrete story behind it that, you know, appeals to me or like it, or that it made sense for what I wanted, wanted it to be, you know, for myself. But it's still, of course, I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the lyrics are like, it's like scenes from the full thing. So it's not really important for me that people, you know, get my story. But mm-hmm. uh, as from like friends and colleagues that I, I and family that I played the album to when it was finished and both albums, they they didn't have, like like yourself, they went in blind, you know. And uh, a lot of them came back to me like, I feel like I'm watching a movie yeah you know, and, and, <laughs> and and i thought that that was a great and i think that was the most important thing to to have that as the background and hence the music would hopefully convey that and mm. get get uh, get you into that uh, that atmosphere and just as a fan myself i'm not uh, particularly a fan of of having the artist's concrete vision you know superimposed on me you know it, i'm much more concerned with my own experience so uh it doesn't really matter as I said, if people get my stories, but as long as they kind of get, you know, this uh, experience of their own story. You know, yeah. I've heard even heard some very strange interpretations of the lyrics <laughs> and the story, which is great. And I don't, I'm who am I to correct that? You know, it's uh, that's the beautiful thing about art. We are all subjectively allowed to to understand it in our own way.
1: Yeah, you know? because for... when it,
0: if if the message is too clear, you know is it art or is it propaganda <laughs>
1: you know? yeah facts yeah that's so cool and even like again like kind of having that connection going like full circle and like people just getting so invested in it and like I feel like it's a success too because again like as you explained it it goes back uh to what we were talking about how you just you're just putting out authentic energy into your work and everything and it's just like something you've naturally felt to make you know it's not like you're <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but, uh, and it's 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 very easy to like intellectualize these things you know like oh, blah 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 and it's a and especially even uh, you know just talking about that as, as art you know like it becomes very uh, highbrow sometimes but for me mm-hmm. just uh, growing up on the kind of albums that i did you know where you know when you if you listen to iron maiden's power slave album and you watch the, the cover artwork you know it it goes together. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I kind of grew up on those albums that that you don't listen to just individual songs. You experience them as full pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and I, I just subconsciously, I think I just try to recreate something that you know follows that that kind of blueprint of that experience. And um, even though I've done a lot of albums, I uh, often feel like there is this. Core uh, again, this is uh, you know uh, the danger of sounding very metaphysical about it, but it's like this core uh, kind of urge to create combined with this kind of abstract goal uh, that has been with me since as long as I can remember. And I think just every new song and every new album is just like another interpretation and attempt to get closer to connect the two. So cool, if you so will, cool. yeah, and uh, yeah. and uh, it's uh, it's just trying to make something that I'm proud of and that that I like, and uh, you know, it, it's it's not not more to it than that, and and also in I I always liked you know growing up on vinyl where you could like read all the small details, yeah, that was the get, best, <laughs> get really nerdy about it, and in in the same way, I I do hope that. Uh, it's like i often compared it that i want to be. it's like this is a big piece of work you know with this dual album kind of thing and i want it to be kind of uh very immediate and like like a big building you know mm-hmm. so i'd be like so for some people would just watch the building from the outside you know and then move along you know yeah. like cool building like move along but i'm hoping that um which is great but then For those who are more so inclined like like myself and if if you were so inclined to go inside you know Mm -hmm. i try to also decorate decorate rooms inside you know that's
1: that's the idea (laughs) yeah it's so cool i love it and even like just hearing you break down like your intentions for like the big piece and everything and yeah i do miss the days where um well i guess you could still do it with like vinyl and everything like look through the art and stuff but i feel like kind of how people are getting conditioned to listen to these days with the streaming too they don't really have that experience of opening up the cd booklet and reading every lyric and stuff like that but it's cool that you're taking these extra steps of like just visually and like things to like kind of connect people to want to dig a little more into this I work as a
0: 2024 release you know with people's attention span you know i probably did everything wrong <laughs> You're yeah. doing a ju- a dual dual conceptual album but uh <laughs> you know
1: what can you do yeah definitely <laughs> i also um i love talking to you today too because um even um just kind of getting this on my radar too um most of my life i've been familiar with emperor but I haven't really took a deep dive into your solo work. So this kind of just opened a floodgate of so much catalog you have. And, uh, and I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just like a new fan of, uh, I've always been a fan of you, but like of another section of your work and everything. And I, I feel like I have a lot of like cool stuff to listen to. And I've been jumping around like different albums and stuff like that. And, um, almost like, yeah, it's, it's cool. And even like, um, I notice a lot of, um, different creatives like gravitate to listen to these segments we're doing today and i just want to know like maybe like as like a final question if um somebody's listening to this and maybe they're like in an extreme metal band just like playing in their garage and kind of like trying to make a step into the industry um would you have like any advice to them or like some kind of like secret to the longevity because like you've just had like such a flourishing career of just making that style and everything. Well,
0: I, th- I think the, the only thing you can rely on again, you do. I've been doing this for such a long time. And also, you know, we talked about how, you know, the mentality of going into making something like that. You must remember even the first Emperor albums, they were absolutely slaughtered by major metal media. You know, like they were like pretentious and uh, stupid or all, all the bad things, yeah. you know. And and then, you know, some decades went past and some then I've seen the first Emperor album like next to the first Black Sabbath album, like most important, blah, blah, blah. So whatever you do, you know, the people out there, if they want it to be the bad stuff, they make it the bad stuff. And when they mm-hmm. decide it's the cool stuff, is the cool stuff. But the albums are the same. And you're making them the same, anyways. So I think the only chance you have, really, is like if you love something and have a vision, you follow that through. And if you don't compromise on that, you know, no one can take that experience away from you. But just maybe, if you get to be good and, good at it, you know, maybe someone else gets pleasure of your work as well. That's a bonus. But uh, if even if no one else cares. You know if as soon as you start cutting corners to try to fit into a market or make it or all commercial and and corporate, I think you'll lose out. And most importantly, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't want to do. you know that is boring, even in you know getting to this to the this job that I do. but but try to make it more than fifty percent what you love to do. And just, just like remind yourself constantly why you started doing music because I've met so many people who kind of lost track and it's like they do it for all the wrong reasons and they're miserable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it becomes like a job. And uh, yeah, would, would you say you're still having fun with music right now? And absolutely, and yeah. and you know the 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 as
0: I said, the, the most gratifying thing almost for me was like. I'm closing in on 50 now, and I've been doing this for, for a long time. And to be this excited about making an album and to learn this mo- much in an album process, you know, like adding so many things to my toolbox, you know, it makes me even more excited for the next one.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. But you, but you have to be conscious about putting yourself in that position where you are excited. Mm, yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's hella inspiring, man. And like, was just such a pleasure to talk to you and especially at this point uh, on your uh, this chapter of your journey as an artist and everything and uh yeah hopefully the i'd be able to do this again down the road on your next one this was was super cool to talk to you thank you so
0: much for the support
1: yeah anytime man have a great day you too Thank you once again to isan for that wonderful conversation like we mentioned the self title is coming out this week february 16th it's a must listen to anybody who's into super epic metal sounds film scores all that you heard it in the interview i'm looking forward to seeing people's reactions to this one we got a lot of awesome content for you guys coming around the corner but before we go we got to thank all you legends on the patreon page supporting the show and first up the biggest thanks to michael carniello of the testing with mike youtube channel if you're into technology electronics how they work and most importantly how to fix them check out testing with mike on youtube another big thanks to amanda mcknight of top 10 nerd not only is amanda the host of top 10 nerd talking to millions of subscribers She also has her very own YouTube channel that I totally recommend. The vibes are amazing. Just type in Amanda McKnight on YouTube and take in some content. That's comic books, video games, movies, and all things nerdy. That's Amanda McKnight on YouTube. Another big thanks to the wonderful Jenny Potter, the legend Devin McBride, my favorite soul singer, Saber, and last but not least, Francis Coffer, a.k.a. My mom! If you want to shout out at the end of every episode and also get all these episodes early, raw and uncut. Right when I'm done, I just take the zoom call and I post it. You can go to Patreon.com slash the creative imbalance. It's only four bucks a month and beyond supporting the show and having my thanks. You can just go to bed at night and sleep soundly, knowing you're a badass motherfucker who supports raw uncut independent media and nobody can take that away from you you hear me and like i said we got so many sick episodes coming around the corner oh my god i can't wait to edit these and share some talks with you especially if you like this one with isan we got some more amazing metal related stuff with some other legends and yeah you'll see (laughs) but until then i'll catch you next time